Thanks to Zen Business for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Starting a business doesn't mean you have to be an expert at everything. Zen Business makes the business stuff easier so that you can stay focused on your passion. Get started today for as low as $49 at zenbusiness.com slash dreamjob. We're also brought to you by Jiminy's, the maker of sustainable dog food made with cricket protein. Cricket protein is a superfood, delicious, nutritious, sustainable, humane, and prebiotic. To learn more and save 20% on your first purchase, go to jimminies.com slash dreamjob and use code dreamjob20 at checkout. Thanks to Beanbox. Beanbox believes everyone deserves a taste of the world's finest coffees. Take a guided tour through some of the best coffees in the world with Beanbox. Order today at beanbox.com slash dreamjob and get your first tasting box for just $5 with promo code dreamjob. And thanks to Bambi. HR managers aren't cheap. Salaries average $70,000 a year. Go to bambi.com slash dreamjob to schedule your free HR audit. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I am so happy because Allison Prince is here. She's one of my closest friends. She's so brilliant. She's so down to earth and she's going to teach you guys so much good stuff today. So stay tuned. Right before we get to that, I just want to let you know that starting October 25th, I'm doing a boot camp and these boot camps are so much fun. And I want you to come to this one, especially because in this boot camp, guess what I'm doing? I'm teaching you how to run your own boot camp. You know, I've been doing these five day challenges, these five day boot camp, these online, these five day boot camps, like these online launch experiences. And I love them. And for years, people say to me, I can't believe you love launching. And I say, listen, I think the reason I love it is because I don't do any of the things that people tell you that you should do. When I first started doing stuff like this, I remember hearing people talk about webinars and slideshows and how you need to sort of do certain things with automation and funnels. And I was just like, no way. Like, it just hurts my soul to think about it. Really, honestly, I couldn't get behind it. And my first webinar ever, I didn't even use one slide. I just, I was like pregnant at the time. I spoke right to the camera. I just talked and shared And at the end, I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. And then I said, wait, wouldn't it be cool if I did that not just for one day, but for like three days in a row or five days in a row? And it works. You know why? Because people don't want slideshows. They want you. We live in an empathy deficit. People want connection. And so I'm going to show you what's become now this incredibly fun, rewarding method that I've developed over time. Like, how do I know how to just create the most incredible container where people can come through and feel seen and feel served? And it's not rocket science. And it's so much easier than trying to fit into these marketing techniques that just suck your soul dry. So if you want to launch what you're selling and you want the sales not to trickle in, but to pour in, then you really should be creating something where you're able to create that intimacy and, and gather a bunch of people. And, and I'm going to show you how you would do that. So this is going to be really juicy and it's free. So you can sign up at kathyheller.com slash bootcamp and you should get in there because I think you're going to walk away with pages of notes and you're going to be like, this makes so much sense, right? Like instead of having sales calls or doing webinars or worse than that, just not doing anything. How about I show you a way that you can make six and seven figure leaps in your business knowing how to do something that is filled with ease. So kathyheller.com slash bootcamp. This is the next level launch bootcamp. You're going to love it. I'm going to teach you how to launch and 
it's going to be really fun. All right. Well, I'm so excited because Allison Prince is back on the podcast. She is a serial entrepreneur. She's a podcaster. She's a coach. And she's been on the show before to share her amazing story of going from a teacher on government assistance to creating four multi-million dollar businesses. And it all started by selling some stuff that she literally pulled out of the trash. This time, we're going to talk about how you can be resourceful, how you can get your first customers, how to reframe your idea of sales and making money. We also talk about how she's using her awesome podcast, Because I Can Life, to shine a light on other creators and entrepreneurs who are doing incredible things. Definitely go check that out. Allison is one of the kindest and most generous souls that I know, and she has such a wealth of knowledge that she's going to share with you today. So buckle up because you're going to learn so much. Without further ado, please welcome the spectacular Allison Prince. Allison! Thank you for coming today. I'm so excited to be here. So Allison, for anybody who didn't hear you when you came on the show the first couple of times or hasn't been following this amazing journey that you've been on, I want you to tell them your story. I want you to give them a little context for where you're sitting now, because it is one of the most gobsmacking, amazing stories that's ever been told. <laughs> you're so sweet. And for me, I just feel like it's normal. And so my story I had to have a good friend tell me, Allison, <laughs> you did something pretty cool. Cause I thought everybody just started businesses. I just like, I didn't know there was a difference. Right. And what happened was I went to college and I was told by everybody else, like go to college, you have financial security. And so I did that. And I went to college and I studied math and science. It wasn't like, I don't know. It was a hard degree. And I got my teaching degree and I worked for my first month. I was so excited because my husband and I made a combined income of $9,000. And so to get a teaching degree, I was like, what? We're going to like triple our income. We're going to be so wealthy. And then I got my first paycheck and they started taking out taxes. And then we had a baby. And then I realized toilet paper was more expensive and mortgages and car payments. And we qualified for government assistance. And I was like, whoa, no, 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 whoa, slow that down. You told me if I went to school and got a degree and I'm showing up early for work and I'm leaving late for work and I'm pouring my heart and soul into this, the government still classifies my salary as poverty. And then it's going to help me to buy toilet paper and to buy milk. Like it just did not make sense. And I was so frustrated. And so what did I do? I went and got another job. So I actually started a tutoring job and that was my first aha moment of, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can make money. And then about two or three months into it, I had a new baby. I was up till 3am nursing that baby up early, getting to school. And I remember taking, I was there at the school and I was pumping in the classroom before the kids got there like all the million things that we have to do to survive and keep our kids alive and all that kind of stuff. And I just remembering, I'm not going to get home until about 10 o'clock tonight. I don't want this life. I do not choose the life to get up at five 30 in the morning, get home at 10 o'clock at night and miss my family. I haven't seen my baby and I missed her and I craved her so much. And I said, I don't want this life. And so I started researching. I went into the junior high library because <laughs> I couldn't afford, I didn't even have a cell phone at that time. We didn't own our own computer at that time. And so I went to the junior high library and I started looking at uh, anything I could find for how did people pay for cars? How did people pay for a mortgage? How did people pay for toilet paper? All the things. And I kept coming across entrepreneurship, people who were wealthy or could pay for things. 
it was entrepreneurship. And I said, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I can't even spell the word, but dang it. I'm going to be an entrepreneur, (laughs) but I didn't know what kind I wanted to do. And so I just started looking and testing and and I came across e-commerce of selling products online. And I realized I like that. I could be home uh, with my kids. I could be in my pajamas. Nobody would know. It was so great. But everything I read said that I had to have a lot of inventory and I had to have a lot of money. I don't have either of that. And so what I did is I said, okay, what do I have today? What do I have? What resources do I have? And I learned that entrepreneurship is really about being resourceful instead of having a ton of resources, right? I literally went to the corner of my makeshift office of stuff that was going to the trash and I pulled out a roll of vinyl lettering. And if you don't know what that is, it's like black sticky paper and you can cut out like words and put it on your walls. I didn't even have a cutter to be able to cut words out. So I just took my scissors and I cut it into strips. I posted it online. I had never shipped before. I mean, I a letter, maybe a package here to a friend or something, but I've never done any of that. I remember <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning, I'm nursing my baby. This is okay. By this time, speed it up a little while. Um, I'm nursing another baby <laughs> Four came along. And I remember typing one handed because I was nursing. So I only have one hand, right? And I hit the publish button. And then I heard my toddler rumbling around upstairs and I'm like, oh, lousy, I got to go get him out of bed. Uh, And so I'm in the kitchen and we're starting the whole breakfast routine. After I'd hit the publish button on these first products were trash. My husband comes whipping around the corner. He's like, Allison, what is that weird sound going off? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe a, I thought it was like a Buzz Lightyear toy, like dinging. And so he goes off to investigate, runs back around at the corner and said, Allison, those are cells coming in. And I'm like, people are buying my product. What? And I felt like if <laughs> I've never won the lottery before, but if I could package up what the winning the lottery felt like, it would have been at that moment because I just realized I had learned how to create money. I didn't have to go ask my superintendent or the principal for a 50 cent raise and keep my fingers crossed that I would get that right. I knew that I had the resources today to get started. You guys are saying chills. I have them too, because every time I think about that story, I know it's so scary. It's so scary to hit publish on that first product. And you're like, this is so scrappy. This was going to the trash. Who's going to want this product? And then for it actually to work and make those cells, I feel like it's a very spiritual moment. At least it was for me. And your spiritual can be with God. It can be with the universe. It can be with anything that you believe in a higher power who's rooting for you to do better. And it was that moment that I'm like, okay, I got this. I got this. And I felt so good that entire day until day two happened. And day two, I put up another product that was going to the trash. And nothing sold. It was actually gable boxes from a leftover birthday party. You know, you put like cookies in them and none of them sold. And I'm like, that's okay. I got a 50, 50 chance here. I'm still good. I'm still good. And then the third day happened and I didn't sell any. And that night, um, I was talking to my husband. I'm like, you know what? 33%. I think I just got lucky. We made a couple two, $300. That was my lottery. Sorry, babe. I did my best. And he's like, okay, I'll do whatever. I'll support you and what you want, but are you sure you want to quit? Are you sure you want to quit? And then I had this strong feeling and it was so just so empowering to me at that moment. I had this feeling and I believe it was God. I believe it was the universe. You can believe it, whoever it is in your life. 
um, that supports you. And I believe God whispered to me and said, Allison, how dare you quit? I just showed you what is possible. How dare you quit? And it was at that moment right there that I decided to make God my business partner. And he was going to help me with every decision in the future. And I'll tell you what, he's been the best business partner for me. So whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whether it's the light, whatever it is, that is just egging you on to live your best life. Make that your business partner, make him, make her, make it your business partner. Because when you get down in the business world, you have to have someone who can see more than you, who can open up more opportunities for you, who are, you're looking at a wall can show you a window instead. And so that's how I started. I started with trash. I literally started with trash and making God my business partner, best two decisions I've ever made. In my oh, life. Allison, you just blessed us so much. <laughs> and you know, you guys, I happen to have the privilege and honor of being Allison's good friend. And do you know that when we met, she said Catholic, my biggest challenge has always been just like speaking because growing up, Allison was like more of the sort of like, she would wait to be asked something and you are one of the best speakers I've ever met because <laughs> you are you and you are lovable and kind and so genuine. You can't be anything but who you are. You were made for this moment. God blessed you so that you could really just go speak your words and inspire other people. And what's so amazing, you guys, people were saying, so what's the product? I don't get the product. Like, she didn't even have a thing. It wasn't like, what's so cool, what I want to show you, and, and this is what Allison's showing you, is to look through new glasses and to see such possibility right here. And what she's putting in front of you is, she wasn't even at the stage of like, here's my thing. Here's my passion product. It was like, I just maybe could find a way to not have to be in that horrible, painful, punishing struggle and Allison, what's so impressive is that when people look at the world, we, we make things very binary. It's this or it's that, right? Mm -hmm. And this story that you're telling, these are the practical steps. These are the realistic steps that it's not you either trade in all that what lights you up, all that feels right and good for just enough to get by, or you're dreaming and you better become Lady Gaga or you better get lucky or you better be Serena. And if you're not, there's nothing for you. That is not what's on the table. And so I love when you say, make God your business partner, because at the, at the end of the day, the truth is we are swimming in abundance. We are swimming in such, such glory here, right? And instead of tapping into it, we just keep seeing through the lens of scarcity and through limits. And that is just not, that is just not what's really available. And so, yes, 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 yes. Now, there's a big step between where you were on day four and day six and day nine and where you are today. Yes. What were the next things that happened that you can teach us so that we can go from something that was like a, feels like a fluke mm -hmm. to turning that into something that's actually becomes dependable and not just dependable, but scalable and all the rest. Totally. Totally. So the next steps is number one, I had to be consistent. I think that is so hard for humans to be consistent. We're like, okay, we need to go to the gym. We know we need to go to the gym. And then we go for a week 
and then we wait two months and then we go for a month and then we stop going for three months. Like being consistent is super, super hard for human beings. So I had to figure out how to build in consistency with my customers, my customers, you guys, I had like 10. It wasn't like huge, huge amounts of people. I just started with the 10 people that were on my list. Right. And I said, okay, what can I do to help (laughs) them make me show up every single day, especially the days that I don't want to. And so I made a promise to them and said, Hey, I'm going to offer you a product every single day, Monday through Friday, let's do this. And so if I didn't, we would get an email. I'm sure we'd have gotten an email. I didn't. Cause I said, I'm going to be consistent. Hey, where's Allison? Where'd Allison go? And sometimes my site broke and we couldn't get things posted until seven Oh five instead of seven o'clock. And within like four months, that's when we'd start getting emails. Like, where's the deal? Where's the product? What's going on? Is Allison? Okay. And I've learned in my life that I, if I'm responsible for my consistency, it's not going to happen. I have to have other people help me to be consistent. Like even today, um, I go live every Tuesday. I decided that. And I told everybody that. And so I show up consistently because I know they're looking out for me and they're like, where's Allison? Where's Allison? So I build in consistency into my business. Um, Oprah, uh, she, I was listening to an interview um, with Oprah. It was fantastic. And she said she didn't realize that she had built um, like consistency and habit formation in her people that, I mean, we, I, everybody I know showed up at four o'clock in the afternoon to watch Oprah do her thing. Right. And then when she went to her OWN, her own network, she didn't realize the habit and the consistency that she created in her people. And they didn't move over. And she's like, Oh, I thought everybody loved me and they would move over. Well, they do love, we all love Oprah, but we didn't know how to adjust. She had to create new habits. So if we can create habits in our customers showing up, then that makes us show up to help us to keep us consistent. So if you've got like a digital product, go live. If you've got a physical product every day or every other day, whatever you can stay consistent with, don't start out with, I'm going to post 15 times a day because you're going to get burnt out. Why don't you start with one, see how that feels, get consistent with that and then go two, and then go three and then go four. It's kind of like when we go on a diet and we want to reduce sugar, carbs, pop all the things. And by day two, we're like, this is awful. And then we go back to our old ways. We have to start things slow. So whatever you can be consistent with, I think that was the number one thing for me um, was showing up on a daily basis, moving my forward business every single day and putting out offers every single day. Some flopped, some were awful. And then some knocked it out of the park. I remember we sold blocks of wood from behind um, our house. Cause like I said, we were <laughs> really scrappy and um, we put up a dozen sets or something like, like literally like naked blocks of wood, one and a half by one and a half squares. And we sold them within minutes. And so I got on the phone with my friend and I said, Hey, can you help me source these? Like, let's see if we can find them anywhere. Uh, and so we found them and then we relisted them up on the site. And so we were able to sell what I didn't have in hand, but I knew I could get in two days and we sold more in 24 hours than I could ever imagine. And that helped pay off our minivan in full. And so <laughs> learning to be scrappy and consistent uh, every single day is huge, 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 huge. And then the second thing, uh, numbers, numbers do not lie. 
get into the back end, see where people are coming from, see where cells are being made. Look at your Instagram posts. Is there a pattern? Do they love when you post about your family? Do they love when they post about testimonials? The numbers that we have access to today literally are telling us which direction to go. I was talking to one of my students the other day and she's like, Hey, can you help me look at my numbers? And I said, sure. And I looked in the back end and there was one product that was selling 90% of her sales. And I was like, how are you feeling? She's like, I'm so stressed out. I got to do this, this, and this, and this. I'm like, why, why don't you just focus on this one thing niche down and be the queen of, of this thing that you're selling, let everything else go. And she said, that's too easy. <laughs> I think as business owners, we like our brains try and complex everything, but the numbers tell us the truth. And it's not like we have to be mathematicians or huge brainiacs with numbers. We just have to say, okay, this is working. This is where cells are coming from. Instagram posts. This is where I'm getting the most reactions from. Lean into that a little bit more. That's where you're going to grow. Let all the other stuff go away. Yep. It's so powerful. And I heard James Wedmore um, talk about how people will say to him, like, which tool do I use? Do I post videos on YouTube? Do I do email marketing? And he's like, it's not like email or YouTube. Like they're objectively, this one is the one do this. Not he's like, it's what's in the thing you're sending, right? What's the content like, and how consistently are you using it? Right. Which is really where most people just go. Oh yeah. I guess it's not the technology that's going to do the work or the, mm-hmm. the platform. But speaking of platforms, first of all, when you started, were you using eBay? Were you using Etsy? Where were you selling when you started? So I remember how I lived in a bubble. I didn't know about Etsy. <laughs> I didn't know about Shopify. I didn't know anything. So I got a friend to build me a site. That's it. And I probably... I don't even remember what I paid him probably in like Laffy Taffy's or something. Um, <laughs> but he was just starting his journey and needed some experience. And I'm like, Hey, let's figure out how to work together. Eventually I started paying him really well when the um, money started, uh, we started making sales, but it really like use a platform. It doesn't matter because those platforms, and I love using like eBay and Etsy, like when people are just starting because you don't have to build this huge brand. You don't have to have a logo. You don't have to have fancy schmancy colors. You're all you're doing is you're testing your product. The more you can put your product out there and test it, uh, the better clarity that you're going to have to be able to take that information and then build a beautiful branded site that you want to start growing. I've seen so many people say, oh my gosh, I want to start this bakery company. They build a big, beautiful site. They invest thousands of dollars to find out in a couple months, they actually really hate baking. And they don't want to do this anymore because their kitchen's too messy and they were doing all the pictures and everything. And so they pivoted and sold jewelry or something else like that, right? Don't waste time. Use what we have, use our resources to go test, to see how does it package? How does it ship? What is it like to get the products in? What is it? The minimum viable product MVP. Yeah. Just like little things to get out there because what we sell today doesn't define who we're going to be in 10 years. I'm so glad that vinyl, that very first product that I sold didn't define me. I mean, even the next day I sold something different and the next day, and by year two, we had hit multi-million dollar business. And that was just the first e-commerce business that I grew, but we just took 
I mean, that vinyl was just a tiny, tiny fraction of our business of who we were, but it helped to create so much clarity in where we were going. Amazing. This is so good. Before we keep going, I just want to thank our sponsors. My morning routine is such a huge factor that determines the whole rest of my day. If you're like me, no morning is complete without a cup of coffee and brewing your daily cup at home just hits you differently. Beanbox elevates your coffee ritual even further with a curated selection of world-class coffees delivered right to your door. They sent me a box with a variety of coffees to try out from all over the world, like Brazil and Guatemala. I'm especially a fan of their full city espresso. It's a dark roast that's creamy and has really yummy hints of chocolate. And the quality is a lot higher than my normal coffee so I feel like I'm treating myself. They also offer light roast, medium roast. There's so much to choose from. So if you're a coffee aficionado, you should definitely check it out. Their tasting box offers a roasting flight of whole bean or freshly ground artisan coffees roasted to order and shipped straight to your door. They're also flexible, so you can order monthly with no long-term commitments. Plus, you can pause, skip, or cancel at any time. Take a guided tour through some of the best coffees in the world with Beanbox. Order today at beanbox.com slash dreamjob and get your first tasting box for just $5 with promo code dreamjob. That's your first monthly tasting box for just $5 when you use promo code dreamjob at beanbox.com slash dreamjob. When you're running a business, the last thing you want to deal with are HR issues like wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. In fact, it's an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, which is spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat, and they'll customize your policies to fit your business. Plus, they're going to help you manage your employees day-to-day. You can pay month-to-month, cancel any time, and there's no hidden fees. I know that HR problems can be such a headache, so I'm glad that there are services like Bambi out there to handle these parts of the business. And this way, I can focus on the things I love to do in my business, like podcasting and planning out new programs. Go to Bambi.com slash dreamjob right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash dreamjob, spelled Bambi to the B-E-E dot com slash dreamjob. So, for you to say, you know, you put something up on a site, I just, I, I know you and I know where you were at the time. So it was probably very scrappy. So you, you started and you, you said, you were like, we had like 10 customers, but how did you even get those first 10 customers, especially if it was its own site and not somewhere on Etsy or Google where there's already traffic? That's my favorite thing ever to talk about. Okay. So I, do you see this necklace that I have? It's a little triangle. I, love- I know it's awesome, huh? So I designed this and most triangles are pointed down and I'm like, no, it needs to be pointed up because what we're trying to do is we're doing, doing a three-way win. Me, I'll tell you who this is in just a second, and then our future customers, right? We're trying to create this three-way triangle uh, or this three-way win-win-win, and then we're all pointed up. That's why I have the triangle going up is because we're all moving up. We want uh, products that help improve our lives. We want to grow as a business owner. And then I became resourceful in something that I didn't have or couldn't use at the time. So... What I did is I'm like, okay, I've got this site. I need to send people to my website. It's vinyl. So I've got to find crafters. So I went to one of my friends who had a crafting blog. Her name's Char. Um, she doesn't blog anymore, but I love her to death. And her uh, blog was called Crap I've Made. <laughs> She's so amazing. And I said, hey, uh, what if I give you a commission based on your sales and you tell your people, just post it on Facebook. And you send people over to my website to buy and I'll pay you a percentage. I think it was maybe 10% at the time. And she's like, I'm in, I'm in. I, the only way she made money is when businesses came to her and said, let's work out a promotion together. 
And so her customers were crafting people. And so it was a win for me because I was going to grow my business. It was a win for her because it was a product that she could stand behind and make money. And then it was a win for her followers because her followers needed that product. So instead of me trying to start from zero, I went to an influencer who was talking about crafting products. So I skipped the whole cold market. People who had never heard about me, never seen me before. And she said, Hey, this website is amazing. Go get these craft products. And then we had people come immediately by. Now, when I talk uh, about influencers, a lot of people are like, Oh, I got to go find the Taylor Swift's and the Beyonce's of the world. And I'm like, why they're going to cost you billions of dollars maybe not billions, millions, millions and millions of dollars, right? You can start with using each other. Like if you have 10 people following you, you're an influencer. If you have one person following you, you're considered an influencer. Start working with each other, tag each other, post for each other. Uh, I know when Kathy tags me, I always see an increase in my Instagram and I'm like, thanks Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) And so working with each other, we get to skip paying Mark Zuckerberg. I don't want to pay Mark Zuckerberg any money. He's got plenty of money, plenty of money. And so what can we do to support each other to get our products into warm audiences? And that is how I grew my first e-commerce business to over a $40 million company with zero Facebook ads, zero Google ads, (laughs) zero everything. It's because I used my resources, right? And I made this three-way win-win-win triangle. My favorite thing in the world was sending out influencers, big, huge checks, and then sending my customers amazing product that made their life better. And so by creating these three-way triangles, my company just took off. And it was, it was really fun. Cause then I didn't have to learn Facebook ads. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. So what we tend to do, and you said it before, Al, you were like, we, we just make everything so complex. We, do. we overestimate what it's all going to take. And we underestimate what we can actually get done in a day. You underestimate what you can get done today. And Allison and I are not smarter than you. We didn't get better grades. We don't have some IQ off the, tr- we're just so scrappy. We're just like, what can I get done today? Because the worst is when you just twiddle your thumbs. And you're like, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for someone to call something to happen. No, don't wait. Just get scrappy. So mm-hmm. that's such an incredible answer, right? Cause it was like, you just started, then you got 10 followers and you got the next 10. Da, 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 da. However, let's ask the next question, which is you were selling things that people can get anywhere, right? So what yeah. makes people buy it from you? What makes your stuff, you know, I know you love to say what makes people pull over on the side of the internet highway. Yep. What actually does that when there's noise, there's saturation of everything everywhere. What makes people pull over and buy from you? I love that you asked this question because it gets me so excited. (laughs) I sold cupcake liners. Who else sells cupcake liners? Like the entire world grocery stores do hobby lobby does right. Why in the world would they buy from me? And I switched it to why would they not buy from me? So everybody, everyone was selling cupcake cleaners, right? Um, And I'll tell you a specific example. Let's go French fry boxes because that's a little bit more like who in the world would buy a French fry box? I remember I was putting an order in and my husband walks down. He's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm buying a French fry box. Lots of them. And he said, you're going to sell French fry boxes without French fries? (laughs) And I said, yeah. 
And honestly, at that moment, I started to have some self-doubt. My husband is an amazing man, but he put self-doubt into my head. And if I had not flexed my um, muscle of, I got this, I got this, I can make my own decisions. (laughs) Like if I had not really dove into my dream and become confident enough, I would have probably sucked into, oh, my husband's probably right. Oh my gosh. I probably should not sell French fry boxes without French fries in it. Right. But I was like, no, I was given this vision of selling French fry boxes for a reason. And so I got these French fry boxes and I went local. I just bought from a whole, I mean, where do restaurants buy French fry boxes? So I typed that in, I found a local wholesaler to send me some boxes so I could test to see if my audience would really like it. What I did is I didn't sell a French fry box. I sold, (laughs) I sold mother sanity. And because I've learned people don't buy stuff. They buy the vision of it. Right. And as a mom of four kids, (laughs) I remember my kids would be coming home and saying, Oh mom, we have a bake sale in two hours. And I'd be like, no, I got a baby on the hip. I'm uh, stirring the soup. I'm pulling the laundry out with my toes. And now I have to do a bake sale. I felt like bake sales were literally made for me to feel like less of a mom, right? One more thing to make me feel like I'm a crap of a mom. I can't bake. I literally burn everything and I'm okay with that. And so I was like, okay, I know that feeling. What if I could help moms feel like queen of the bake sale for two seconds to help them to feel some empowerment, some joy, some yes, I did it. And so I, I went and I got mother's cookies with the pink frosting and the little sprinkles. Oh my gosh. I could eat a whole bag in two seconds of those things. They're so good. So, and I tied a bow around it and I put them on a tray. I'm writing this out in my description. Imagine being queen of the bake sale. When you show up with these beautifully packaged mother's cookies that, you know, the kids really want instead of like random mushy cupcakes and you put them out on the table, you're going to sell out so fast. Imagine how it's going to feel when all your stuff sold out and everybody else's stuff is still there. Be queen of the bake sale. Be queen of the bake sale. We sold hundreds of thousands of these French fry boxes. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this is a good seller. Let's do it again. Let me tell another story. So the, ne- the next story was it was summertime. How many of you have been camping and you've got s'more stuff out? The toddler grabs the marshmallows, rips the marshmallow bag open. And so there's marshmallows all over the ash and the dust and the dirt, right? And you have to pick it up, blow off the dust and then put it on your graham cracker that's broken because your teenager got them and smushed them all because they thought it was funny. And then the chocolate's gone because your husband stole it, right? And then you're just like, I just want a s'more without junk in it. And so I said, imagine putting the s'more stuff in this French fry box. So you've got graham crackers, a little piece of chocolate and marshmallows in this French fry box. You can give it to all your kids and say, those are yours. This is mine. You touch it. And then you're going to time out like this is mom's, this is mom. So you actually get to enjoy a s'mores contain like all the s'mores, all the clean, all the goodness. And you don't care what your kids do because they've had their stuff, right? Let yourself enjoy life. Let yourself enjoy a s'more without the dirt in it. And we sold tons of those. So I didn't sell, okay, here's the French fry box. Yeah, you can get these like McDonald's, just dump out the French fries, right? They're four inches by five and a half inches. They're made of this paper. They were grease proof. I didn't sell that. I sold the mom being the bait queen. I sold the mom enjoying her s'more in its entirety. (laughs) That's what sold. You sell what the product does. 
You don't sell what the product is. Sell the vision, deliver the product. Who's getting it? That was inspiring. That's an aha. That's a breakthrough. And we talk about this in Made to Do This. I had a friend who recently launched something and she was selling a class. I said, why do you, why do you think it didn't go well? I want to like help you unpack it. And she's like, well, there's a lot of classes and um, you know, maybe what, what I was charging was too much and there's yeah. other classes out there. And I said, okay. I said, the difference between you and me is I don't sell a class. I've never sold a class in my life. She says, what do you sell? I said, well, I sell people to vote for themselves. Mm-hmm. I sell people to get off the bench and invest in their dreams. I sell people to take the seven-year-old kid who cries at night because she is in the shadow and she's exhausted and she gets to have a moment to say, remember me, I'm back. And my friend looks at me and she's like, oh, okay. I said, what did you sell them? She goes, well, I tried to tell them how many videos were in the class. I tried to, and I was like, no, (laughs) no one's buying that. No one is selling a product, you guys. No one, not Coca-Cola, not Walt Disney. Isn't it ridiculous how you could make plastic figurines of anything? They could even be cooler than the LOL dolls or the Marvel heroes. No one cares. But if you put a story and you then say, this little guy with this cape, you know his story? You'll buy anything that person's face on because you want the story. You want to associate with this little mouse this little mouse who dreamed a dream, mm-hmm. right? So even if you could make a cooler mouse, nobody wants it, right? And Allison, because you're so genuine and because you're just a, a kid who grew up in Utah with like a big heart, you're just like, well, this is normal, isn't it? Isn't this what we do? We talk to each other and we tell each other things and we give each other ideas. There's nothing slick. You wouldn't have even known how to market and sell Facebook ads. It's just so not who you are. So I want you to tell them. So now when people say, but I'm not Allison and she must be like, she's a ninja at storytelling (laughs) and I don't feel confident, right? Mm -hmm. Where do you start? Where do you start? Okay. I love that you're asking these questions because (laughs) I'm not that creative of a person. Remember I'm resourceful. And so I use my resources. Uh, Because of that, I discovered Pinterest. Pinterest is great storytelling, right? I believe Pinterest was developed for me (laughs) when I have a creative block or I'm like, what do you do with cupcake liners? What do you do with French fry boxes, cupcake liners? I'll just tell you, we sold them as um, ways for moms to not have to do dishes as much. Do you know how many snacks you have to give kids? Oh, so good, Allison. So good. Right. And so I basically bought mom or I was selling the gift of time right? Throw the cupcake liners away, get on with your life. You don't have to scrub bajillion dishes that your kids keep wasting all the time. That's what I sold. Where did I get those ideas? I went to Pinterest. I don't steal ideas. Okay. Stealing is no, I need karma on my side every single day in a positive (laughs) way, right? We go over there and we get ideas. Like what do you do with earrings? How do you tell a story around earrings? Well, look at all the moms who have are postpartum who feel frumpy, who haven't been able to get out of their 
their sweats. Like me, I did not bounce back from my body in like a half a second. It took a long time. I felt frumpy, but you know what? When I put on a pair of really cool earrings, it made me feel sassy. It made me feel like my 17 year old self again. That's what I sold. I didn't sell. Okay. Here's the earring. It's this long with this metal. No, 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 no. No. What is that earring going to do to someone? And I saw that over on Instagram. I saw moms like wearing earrings confidently. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to deliver confidence here. I'm going to remind them of how cool they are and how powerful they are as their body's readjusting from creating this amazing human being. Or when we went through COVID, think of all of the um, extroverts who are stuck inside and really, really struggling. What if you sent them you got a pair of earrings for yourself and then you randomly sent your extrovert friend a pair of earrings and you could wear them at the same time. You could take pictures and for once they felt like they weren't just stuck in their house, but they actually got to feel like they were needed and wanted because you're saying, hey, show up, show up with me, right? Like these are ideas that you can get off of Pinterest and really dive in to make it your story to sell something else and you can move forward. Seriously, it's about being resourceful. What do you have? How can you move forward and how can you be consistent with it? Okay, before we start wrapping up, I wanna take a quick ad break. I've heard so many people use the excuse, I can't start a business because I'm not ready or I don't have an MBA. But guess what? You don't need to be a business expert to start your own business. Zen Business empowers you to turn your awesome idea into a money-making company by helping you create, run, and grow your own business all from one platform. They make the business stuff easier so you can stay focused on your passion. You'll get fast, low-cost filing to get your formation done as quickly and easily as possible and with no hidden fees. They even have a team of experts ready to help throughout the life of your company. I went to their website and it's really easy to use. Plus, they have different pricing plans so you can pick whichever one fits your needs. Also, I love that they provide a ton of resources and articles for all types of businesses. For instance, there's one called Resources for Women in Business. They also have Small Business Success, Understanding Your Market. So definitely check it out because there's a lot of helpful advice there. Zen Business has helped hundreds of thousands of people get their business off the ground by guiding them every step of the way and making it easier to launch a successful business. Get started today for as low as $49 at zenbusiness.com slash dreamjob. That's zenbusiness.com slash dreamjob. Did you know feeding your dog with foods made from cricket protein uses less land and water to produce? And it drastically eliminates greenhouse gas emissions compared to traditional animal protein dog food. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Jiminy's nutritious and sustainable food and treats for your dogs made with cricket protein and other delicious plant-based ingredients. It supports your dog's healthy gut microbiome and it's easier to digest. And insect protein is considered a hypoallergenic food source, so it's great for food-sensitive dogs with allergies. My friend's dog has a lot of allergies to food and she was so relieved to find out about Jiminy's because now she can feed him without worrying that he's going to have a reaction. I love what this company is doing. Not only are they female founded, but they follow humane and safe production methods, plus they're supporting the environment. In fact, one five ounce bag of Jiminy's treats saves 220 gallons of water versus traditional animal protein types. How crazy is that? To learn more and save 20% on your first purchase, go to jiminys.com slash dreamjob and use code dreamjob20 at checkout. That's J-I-M-I-N-Y-S dot com slash dreamjob with code dreamjob20. So here's the thing. It's so important what you're saying. It's a mic drop, right? We need to not sell things. We need to sell the products. We need to get resourceful. We need to get scrappy. When it comes to telling the story, what are the things that we have to know and what's just overcomplicating it? Because I think when people 
are picturing you selling cupcake liners and talking about how it actually saves you from doing dishes, or they're picturing you talking about the s'mores and the, how the front they're like, well, how does she actually get that story across? She's got a picture of the thing. And then what she has like how many words or you've done it so well, so many times, what are the key ingredients so that people could actually try this without like a lot of fanfare? What, what have you seen that works? Your pictures can tell so many beautiful stories. Your pictures are key. And that is, we are very visual people. People are going to look first and then read maybe 12th down the line. So if you're not a writer, guess what? It's so great. You don't have to be. (laughs) My English professor in college actually told me to drop out of college because I was such a bad writer. Um, And (laughs) I know I'm so glad that I didn't lean into that. I'm so glad I said, you know what? That's your story. That's not my story. I'm going to keep moving forward. You're going to be hit with all the junk in the world in your head when you start moving forward. Mm -hmm. And you just have to say, you know what? That's your story. Here's my dream. I'm going to move forward. And so what I created is something called the stars formula and I'm pulling it up. So I had to actually have this to be able to move forward. Um, My college professors, his thoughts of saying you are a failure, you are a failure, um, really haunted me for a long time. And so I created basically an equation of exactly what I needed uh, to be able to go out and make this happen. And the stars formula S, so stars, S-T-A-R-S, S is search for descriptive words. Uh, I remember sitting at a bridal shower when I first got married and I used the word awesome so many times my aunt started counting them. My future aunt started counting them. And after she's like, well, you use the word awesome over a hundred times. And it made me feel like such a schmuck (laughs) person. And so now when I say things or when I write things, I'll go to thesaurus.com and get other descriptive words. So instead of brown, I don't use the word brown. I'll use chestnut. I would have never thought of the word chestnut. And so I use thesaurus.com to think for me. I don't have to remember what I learned in high school. No, that's long gone, right? And then the T is you touch their emotion. Cells is emotion. Kathy talks about this all the time. Cells is intimacy, right? The int- How does this product, will it touch their emotion? I talked about how French for boxes made a mom feel like a queen. I talked about how earrings can make a mom feel snazzy again, okay? You want to touch their emotion. A, address the problem. Yes, you want to touch their emotion, but how is this going to um, address the problem and solve the problem? Okay, then we turn it into a story, the R. So we've got S, search, T, touch their emotion, A, address the problem, R, relate with the story. You're not a novelist. You're writing like a three-line story. That's it. That's it. And then you add the S is the scarcity and the urgency. We as human beings have 10,000 million things going on. Every single second of our lives. If we don't help our customers make a decision, they're going to make the decision not to make the decision and not to move forward. We have to help them by saying, hey, you know what? It's closing down at this time. Hey, we only have 10 available. Hey, you know what? We're launching the pink line and we sold out so fast before. And so we have to help them make the decision because in two seconds, their kid's going to spill, spill breakfast all over the floor and you've lost them forever. So add that urgency, add that scarcity, but be true to that. Don't say you have 10 and then really you have a 10,000 of them and you keep saying you have 10 for the next three years, right? That nobody likes that stuff. Be true to that urgency and that scarcity. And that's the STARS formula, S-T-A-R-S. It's so good. So here's the thing is 
I find that getting started is super hard for people, super hard, right? We all are overcoming a lot of rejection in our lives, which is a fact. It hurts. It really hurts. I've been through it. I understand what rejection feels like. So you learn how to stay in the lines and you don't want to get hurt and you don't want to hit the third rail and all of that stuff. So getting started, super hard. The second really hard thing for people, even if they, gosh, they can move that boulder of the resistance to get started is selling is the scariest thing in the world. So when you talk about like descriptive words and touching emotion, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm okay until you tell me there's an ending here. I have to create some scarcity and urgency. There's a belief that in order to sell, I am going to give up being a nice person. No. And being a nice person is at the top of my list of what I want to be. And that's for sure true for everybody who's here right now. I think that's why people like you and me, right? How do you teach people how to lean in? all in and sell and be excited about it and make, make money and not worry that they won't be kind or nice or that they're doing something that's duplicitous in some way. How do we learn that? It's our moral obligation to serve people. We are human beings. We feel so good. We feel lit up inside when we serve people, when we help someone, it feels so incredibly good, right? When I sell my products, I look into the service part first. I say, okay, how does this product improve someone's life? If I can do that, then I'll move forward. If I'm like, I have no clue, then I'm going to push it aside. And I do that by looking at Pinterest, asking friends, um, maybe posting something on Facebook about, hey, what's your favorite products that you've had lately? Why? And I'm leaning into service. And that service keeps me going. If I can put service first knowing that this product is going to change their life. Like a scrunchie, like this little scrunchie right here, changed my hair forever. I have like three hairs or I did like five years ago. It was all breaking off because the normal elastic bands were breaking my hands and my hair. And someone said, hey, you've got to get this thing. I don't know, it's it's like a, looks like a telephone cord, right? (laughs) It doesn't get caught in your hair. It doesn't break your hair off. This thing changed my life. It's something so simple and so tiny. And I think as leaning into serving first and then the money comes. So we say, okay, how can a product serve? Then we actually have to go buy the product from someone else. And then we have to mark it up. So we make some money. And the reason why we have to make money is so that we can continue serving the people that need these products. There's a lot of people who need this type of scrunchy hair thing out there. And if they just gave them away for free, first of all, they'd go into debt and be bankrupt and it wouldn't work out. They have to charge money and they have to make money because guess what? They have to live. They have to go and buy groceries. Groceries cost money. So they're blessing the grocery stores lives. They're getting employees to come in And so they're blessing other people's lives with money. And so it's this trickle effect going down. Like we have to charge money. We have to make money so we can put money back into the economy. Or have you guys ever given a waitress a hundred dollar tip and hid behind the corner to see her reaction? And you can just like, they're crying. That happens to us all the time because I want to show my boys how critical it is for us to make money, to be able to give money away. We were at a crepe store the other day. We live actually live in Puerto Rico. Um, most of the year we went to this crepe store and the bill came to like $51 or whatever, like 52, something like that. And I wrote in the tip 50 
And she looked at it, she's like, oh, clear, clear, clear. You did it wrong. And I said, I didn't. Let me give you a $50 tip. She stood there with her mouth open, tears running down her eyes and saying, I, I can't believe you're doing this for me. My boys are sitting right next to me. We walk out of the uh, restaurant and they said, mom, that was the best feeling ever. And I said, this is why it is your obligation. You have to learn how to make money to bless other people's lives. Because when you sell products, you bless people's lives. When you're able to have enough money to be able to give tips the size of the bill or a dollar under, so it actually run through because it won't do it if you're over. We've tried that before. It changes lives. And maybe for one split second, I don't know what that waitress was going through. Maybe everybody in life's going through crap. Life is hard. But for one brief second, she had a grateful heart and was so excited about life. That is what we need to do. That's why we're here on this earth to serve people. And we have to have money to do that. It's like Eric, Kathy talks about it all the time. It's a resource. It helps us to be more of who we are. Can I tell you something? So cool. And it's literally happening today. So my parents got divorced. Most people know that story. When my dad left, we didn't have electricity. We, my mom and I moved into a little apartment and I worked at Blockbuster Video. Um, (laughs) And I remember saving enough money just so I can like pay lunch and school and all of that stuff. So we went through a pretty hard time. And then my journey and all the things. And, you know, I was able to slowly start to see things turn for me and long story short, last night I got an accepted offer. I bought my mom a house. So I to ask her today. My knees are shaking. Do you <laughs> think, seriously, do you really think that I would have thought when I was told I was not going to graduate from high school because my grades were so bad, would I ever have thought that one day I'd be able to do that? No. So that's something. And you know what? Like you, every single time we go to McDonald's, my kids will tell you, we say to the woman at the window, pay for the people behind us. So we pay for the people behind us. Love that. And we leave those tips on a daily basis. We leave those kinds of tips. And I'm also spending every second of my energy to say to people, let's go. I'm so over it. I'm so over your limitations because I believe in you. I see you. Let's freaking go. So we are here to create abundance. And the more abundance we create, the more abundance we create for other people. What an incredible honor to get to do stuff like that, that we get to do stuff like that, right? What a gift. It's amazing that we are even having this conversation because what it shows is we've been indoctrinated. We've been indoctrinated to believe that the only thing out there is scarcity, that if you have, you're actually a jerk. And if you have, you take from other people, which is the opposite of what's actually going on. It takes courage. You know, leadership is much harder than standing with the pack because when Allison stands out and she makes a a statement about something she's selling, there's going to be people in the cheap seats to go, look who thinks she's a thing. Oh, it happens all the time. (laughs) Happens all the time. So how do you keep going when those people do exist? And really there's a voice in your own head that's like, oh, here I go. Here I go. Having to do this. 
So when I first got started, I don't have thick skin that people say you have to get, and I actually never want it. I believe the opposite, the thin skin or whatever the opposite of thick skin is, is part of my superhero power. That's how I can fill and be able to express myself better. And I don't want to be so hardened that I can't fill my way uh, through serving people. Because I believe there's a lot of feelings that go into becoming an entrepreneur. And so I actually asked my friend if she would be my online bodyguard. <laughs> and so she did it at first for like the first couple months until we had money coming in. And then she makes amazing money now. But she literally is on social media and will block, delete, and kick those people out of my life. So I don't have to see it. Because at first it was like devastating to me. It would throw me completely off. I'd be out for a day. And then I'd try and defend myself and it would just wasn't right. Now they'll go through and there's a difference between cons uh, constructive criticism that I crave. I'm like, please, I want to do better. Let me know how I can do better. But then there's just people that are just jerks out there. They do not for one second deserve to be in your life. They don't. You have every right to block and ban people so that you can step into who you need to be to serve your customers at the highest level. If you're taking someone else's garbage with you, you're not gonna be able to do the best that you can. Even if you're uh, sitting in your customer service inbox, I recommend you hire that out very quickly because some people are just gonna be having a really, really hard day and they're gonna take it out on you. It wasn't your fault. It never was your fault in the first place. They just need some outlet to take it out and you just happen to be in their path Set yourself some boundaries, set yourself a gate, hire someone and pay them. I mean, maybe they'll take Laffy Taffy's in payment that helped me in a lot of my business getting started because <laughs> they knew that eventually I would start paying them very well. And they took um, a risk on me and I love them for it. And they protect me and we have to protect our energy. We have to protect our souls because if we don't, people are just going to eat at us and wear us down. We have the ability to put a bubble around our own heads and block people out who are coming in and trying to pull at our brain constantly is boundaries. We set boundaries uh, and then we can move into who and consistently move into who we need to be, who we're meant to be, who we're meant to serve in this life. It's so important. We could do an entire summit on that, <laughs> but it is the most liberating gift you give yourself and other people when you show people the exit and you say that beautiful line that wicked is in wicked what alphabet says in defying gravity if that's love that comes at way too high a cost and i'm not available for it mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you stand for something and everybody else who doesn't stand with you they can leave and then you make space for the people who can really support you. Before I let you go, I want to ask you, we all have podcasts. And so for me, of course, it's my heart. It's intimacy. It's all those things. What is it for you? And why do you think that people should have a podcast? Oh, so I built my podcast and I didn't build it as look how cool I am. I really wanted it to be a way for women whose voices haven't been heard to be heard. So for instance, today we got a gal on named Debbie and she came in, she started with, she was making, I think a block of wood dice or something like that. And she has built an amazing company. And because she's in e-commerce, she sits behind the screen and nobody gets to hear her voice. Nobody gets to hear how powerful this woman is and what she's gone through to be able to build a company 
that is making well multiple multiple six figures a year and so my podcast what i wanted to do was to be able to shine light on these superheroes that nobody ever hears about they're the ones that are going so incredibly fast serving so hard and then they show up to the podcast and they say okay look what I have built. And they do it in the most humble. Uh, Sometimes I'm like, come on, tell people how cool you are. But they feel like superstars for a day while this podcast is on, while we highlight the world out of them, we show the world what it is that they're doing. And I feel like that's uh, what's deep down inside of me. I love when I get to highlight people. I love when I get to say, Wow, look how much your story can change someone else's life. Sure, I'll do the podcast here and there about some stuff that I recommend, but I truly want these unsung heroes to come through and say, look, I've been balancing motherhood. I'm going through a divorce. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I still made it happen. And I want to shine light on these women that don't get enough attention. These are the true heroes of today. It's not uh, what Captain America, right? No, that's all staged. That's all photoshopped. No, why can't we start making our heroes the everyday woman or the everyday man who has conquered so much in life and become successful? Kathy, you do this too. You have a way of bringing out people's superhero power. And we're like, oh, I think I can do that. And so that's what my podcast has been. And so if you're like, I can't interview, I can't speak, I can't do all these things, just start asking questions. All interviewing is, is asking questions. They can do the podcast, but let other people be seen and be heard. Uh, And it becomes very, very powerful. I walk away from that podcast every single time going, this is what I get to do for a living is I get to hear these beautiful stories. Oh my gosh, it's the best thing ever. And it actually took me three years to pull the trigger on a podcast because I was so scared and I had to work through that. I'm an, I'm an introvert. I did e-commerce because I want to hide behind the screen. And then God said, oh no, no, no. I didn't give you your journey for you. I gave it to share. I'm like, no, I'll just sell cupcake liners. I'm good with that. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) so he pushed me out and it helped me to really step into learning my voice. You go back and listen to some of my beginning podcasts, Kathy, I'm sure you're the same way. You go back and listen to some of your beginning podcasts and you're like, oh, me, (laughs) right? You know know what you're saying? That's also so important to take from everything you've been saying is when you get busy being generous, you watch how the opportunities are coming for you. They're coming for you. Yeah. Every time you say something, you're like, oh my God, I want to shine a light on these people. And Allison, that's how you and I got connected. That's what it is, right? Instead of sitting there worrying about yourself, right? Focusing on yourself. I'm not this enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not fat enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not, I'm not anything enough. So how can I pose? Uh, you know, it's like, how can I bless someone's day? What can I do for somebody? Could I shine a light on somebody today? Could I make it about them? Could I go make 60 bucks so that I could take my kids to McDonald's today? Like, what can I do, even if I'm uncomfortable, to bless up somebody else's day? And then what happens is you set off a vibration in the world and you just get, literally, it comes right to you. You're like, oh, here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. I mean, this is the way you live your life. Some cool stuff's going to come down. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So, Allison... 
Tell everybody where they can follow your podcast and find you. You guys, she does all these things. She teach, if you are in the products world, she teaches deep dive Mm -hmm. on how to take that from zero to seven figures. She's amazing at it, but tell everybody where they can find you and follow you and all the things. So the podcast is because I can life. I chose it as because I can life. Why can we do the things we've got cell phones, we've got resources today to help us to live this wonderful life. Why? Because we can, we have everything we need at our fingertips to move forward. Um, real quick. I had a student who was like, I just moved. I don't have any products to sell. Uh, she actually went to the secondhand store, bought products for a dollar, resold them and did over $50,000. We have everything we need <laughs> right at our fingertips because of the life we live today. Like my grandpa couldn't have ever done this, but we can do this today because we can. So because I can live podcast, you can follow me on my Instagram at Allison J. There's a J in there, Prince, uh, Facebook, YouTube, all the same thing. I adore you. I love you. And there's really nothing else to say <laughs> other than I, I just adore you. Al, thank you so much for coming. I love you. Thank you for and, having me. Um, You're the best. You. You are. She, I know. I love you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. How much fun was that? I always love talking with Allison. All right. Here are the takeaways. Number one, entrepreneurship is about being resourceful, not having lots of resources. Number two, make God your business partner, because when you get down, you have to have someone who can see more than you open more opportunities than you and show you a window when you're staring at the wall. Number three, it's okay to start things slow. Do whatever you can to build consistency into your business. Number four, numbers don't lie. They tell us the truth. They tell us which direction to go. Number five, what you sell today doesn't define you in 10 years. Number six, don't sell what the product is. Sell what it does. Sell the vision. And number seven, it's your moral obligation to serve people. You have to learn how to make money to bless other people's lives. All right. I want to celebrate our awesome alumni. So Julie said, last week was the one-year podversary of Women with Cool Jobs. I'm so excited. I started this journey back in February, 2020. I just set up regular childcare for my youngest while my oldest was in preschool. I was determined to talk to women with awesome, interesting careers and show myself and other women what is possible for all of us now. Let's just say I'm not the quickest at using tech. And so I had no idea what the difference was between blogging or YouTube or podcasting. I didn't know what a podcast was or where the app even was on my phone. Anyone been there? Well, it took me from February to October, 2020 to figure out what the heck I was doing and release my first few episodes. I'm a mom of two little kids, three and six, and I'm so proud of myself for going through a flipping pandemic, figuring this out on my own. And I'm still here a year later with no plans to stop. I know if you're a fellow podcaster, you would totally get what I mean by how fun this is. As part of my one-year celebration, I'm starting an email list, a WWCJ community. I have merch now, and I will be doing a giveaway this week. Julie, this is so great. Congratulations on your amazing podcast. I'm so proud of you for marching forward. You've been figuring this out, especially with everything that's going on in the last year. It is truly no easy feat. I remember that we had you on the podcast during a coaching call, and I'm so amazed by all the growth that you've made since then. Here's to all the incredible magic that's yet to come. Let's all go give Julie some love to celebrate her podiversary. Her website is womenwithcooljobs.com and her Instagram is at womencooljobs.
Thank you so much for listening to this show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me. I know that you have so much going on. We have so many good episodes coming up. So make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify wherever you listen. And don't forget, I'm doing a five-day free bootcamp starting October 25th. You can sign up at kathyheller.com slash bootcamp. I will be teaching you how you can run your own boot camps. I will be teaching you basically how you can sell through these experiences where you don't have to use perfect slideshows or webinars or scripts or automated emails. And you can have that one experience create so much momentum. So those sales, those clients are feeling seen and they're feeling connection, which is what people really want. And it will just drive that business and it will actually grow your platform too. And it will make people feel served. So you can join me to learn how to do that at kathyheller.com slash bootcamp. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you on Monday. 